to another episode of We Don't Die. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the international best-selling book called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. And today on the show, we have Patty Bowes. Patty is a Reiki master, healer, physical medium, who has been sitting for physical mediumship for six years. His wife, Maureen, is also a Reiki master and healer. I personally am delighted to speak with Patty today, as he is one of the most faithful listeners of this show. He says he listens just about every day, and he is the one who encouraged Alec Laidler from episode 176 to be a guest. He also says he's got many other great people for me to interview, so I'm excited that now is the day I get to talk to this good man uh, live and in person. So coming to us from Ireland, I'd like to say Patty Bowes, welcome to We Don't Die Radio. Hi Sandra, you're very welcome and it's lovely to speak to you. Yeah, and I'm just delighted that you yourself have listened to so many episodes of this show. Thank you. Absolutely, we love your show. You have been such a big inspiration to a lot of people that anybody we would certainly that would be in a bad place and didn't understand or were a little bit skeptic maybe we would I would it would be one way I would say to them listen to Sandra Champagne's We Don't Die radio show and they would come back to me and say wow we didn't know and it, it's a big help and it saves us as mediums and healers a lot of explaining would be the word that other people throughout the world Doctors, lawyers, solicitors, everybody is just, we're just all equal. It's true. And when when we lose a loved one, uh, when we're experiencing grief, it is so difficult and we're reaching, we're looking for answers. We need somebody to comfort us and to have, like you say, even so many people from so many different walks of life all telling similar stories about the evidence of the afterlife. I mean, you just can't help but believe in it and know that your life is for a reason. Yes, indeed. Uh, it's, it's, it's a different world. I was brought up with a, in a family of 12 in, in, in a very remote area, I suppose. And, uh, my, I was brought up Catholic. Um, uh, when I was a young boy, I had a lot of things happen to me. Um, I didn't understand maybe things like I would levitate off the bed and certainly I wouldn't ask questions, uh, stuff like that. Wow. But, it was for years that I didn't understand, and it was then I got married to a wonderful lady, which I married for 34 years. Wonderful. And yes, and my all my family, my my my, I have three girls, and I have a daughter. She's uh, Andrea. She's a uh, she's also a medium as well, and a very good one. Um, we have been in the Arthur Finlay College uh, twice for two different weeks with them as well, and a big inspiration that has been. But with my uh, in my childhood, I suppose with the teachings that we would have had, I suppose the world would be we were conditioned, and my parents would have been the same. We were, they were conditioned, didn't understand that, you know, you, you didn't. It was something you didn't speak about. Um, that voices was coming into your head, or you could see uh, a shadow, or things you could predict different things happening you know, all the time. And I got on with my life and done the normal things. I was a biker since I was 15 years of age, I suppose. And uh, then I understood it was another part of his life and we got introduced to Reiki. Uh, probably seven, eight years ago with a lady, Mary Claire is her name, her. And from there, um, I, I, I traveled on the rest of my journey, my pathway in life and would have been to different mediums and they, they would have each and every one of them say things like, you know, you're a physical medium and you need to study a bit more about that. Well, it's probably 10 years I, I was was doing a bit of mediumship, different type work. You need to study more about it. And then I got introduced to the Art of Finlay College. You need to go there. And uh, from there, I just my pathway just kept growing and growing and growing. And I really enjoyed it and with the support of my family, of course. And um, after coming back from the Art of Finlay College, uh, I w- would have formed a circle. I'm actually speaking to you from our sanctuary at the moment. Oh, fantastic. Yes, yes. I have you on my, uh, uh, believe it or not, I have my iPad on our table. It's, it's Scott Milligan gave a, a talk yesterday on spirit boards or Ouija boards. Yes. And uh, 
I, 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 I use the Ouija board. Well, we call it an angel table. It's a table we have to the box we have with letters and, and numbers. And it's this, it's this exact same thing. It's numbers and letters, Ouija, they may call it. And unfortunately, going back in the early days, media certainly didn't help. It's only for social media, like, like yourself and stuff like that, that makes people understand because the biggest problem that, that people had was a fear. And a, a fear is, it, it, with, with a Ouija board, I suppose it's like a knife and a fork. Uh, if, if people look at the knife in the wrong way, I mean, it can be very dangerous. Right. And, and it's like if you have a fear of, 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 of heights, for sure, 90 percent are going to fall. So, so, you know, all that comes into play in, in your early days and your, the fear was always there. And, and my best friend, believe it or not, is, is a priest. He's 75, he's a fantastic man. He has done an awful lot of work here. He would know 70% of what I do. Wow, great. And yeah, we've had some conversations, and I know, truthfully, that that he knows there has been lies told throughout the, the early days and all like that. But again, we go as we go along, our own kids and all like that, and they're my grandchildren, I have eight grandchildren as well, and they understand as well. And it's great because now I can tell them truthfully uh, with phenomena and, and, and to, for them to be able to make a connection with their loved ones is, is very powerful for them. And the truth is one of the most important things of it all, to be honest. Absolutely. Know. So when you studied at Arthur Finlay, did you learn evidential mediumship that you could give readings from, you know, what came into your mind's eye? Yes, I would have really, Sandra, what I would have went to build my confidence would be the word. Um, just build and, and, and see and get the knowledge of how they teach and uh, stuff like that. It, uh, the knowledge that we got, I had a tutor by the name of Kitty Wood and uh, all these people. They're fantastic people. The energy in it was amazing. Uh, to un- I didn't understand anything about uh, photography, uh, spirit photography, stuff like that. And I remember being sat in one day and asked uh, to to photograph. And the spirit just sent you a copy, just building up. And I thought that was amazing. Patty, so, I lost connection we- for just a second when you said um, yeah, sure. about, about the spirit photography. Could you just say that, repeat that? Yeah, with the spirit photography, I would have been asked to sit in uh, at a door where the library was. And uh, this lady, uh, she started taking photographs and spirit built up all around uh, in the photograph as I was sitting there. And I thought, it was, I said, wow, this is, this is all amazing. So we got as much knowledge as we could with that. And when I come back, I, um, I decided to go to a few seances. So I went to Burgess Hill to the great manager, you know, Scott Milligan. Yes, yes. And a uh, fantastic uh, medium. Um, sat in uh, some of his seances, and uh, I, I, I got a couple of connections there from a couple of loved ones as well. And I thought, wow, this is really is for me. So with our circle, what we hold our circle every Thursday night, um, we've had maybe seven eight people some in years come some go it's so it's not meant for some people uh, dedication is one of the biggest biggest thing because people have it in their head that it's okay to sit this thursday night but uh, i have a football match or i have to go dancing next thursday night it's not like that you must be dedicated beyond time there are loved ones we're sitting and we're connecting with them and it's very very important could you explain, Patty, a little, this might be somebody's first um, episode of We Don't Die, what physical mediumship is and, and what happens within the circle when you sit well, every Thursday night? Well, every Thursday night we would sit and I, 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 made, a, we have, I made a cabinet um, and I would have a curtain over and I would darken the room down completely and we would sit, you can sing, we start off with a prayer. And uh, I would put down different instruments around, like uh, actually have a, a trumpet belonging to Scott Milligan. I would have a what we call a bower on it's a drum, uh, a whistle maybe, stuff like that. And uh, what we would do, darken the room down, put on music, um, 
get everybody to sing and to laugh and spirit world and you can feel the energy changing in the room and sometimes it would go cold sometimes it would go hot and i would feel myself going into a kind of a, an altered state inside the cabinet and i would be like that you can see i could you can i could feel the spirit a kind of it's like they were taken over your body uh, i would be quite aware of a lot that's going on in the room some of the time and some of the times i just wouldn't have any idea what's going on um and then we would probably we try to get everybody we try to sit for two two and a half hours if we could at all uh sometimes the room gets very warm and we would have maybe a light would come up into the corner of the room now we also what would happen is maybe some nights we would sit for an hour and a half and we put on a red light then and with 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 a of my face would change then and then we would be able to do trance and uh, that's where it's kind of like the ectoplasm is, is is changing your face as well and that can be seen in the red light and spirit world sometimes will they would make me aware and then they would say you need to get the red light turned on and uh, there's a message and the message could be for a couple of people that would be in the room and be very clear for them. And uh, um, in, uh, I, I suppose when I say early stages, is there an early stage? Is there a late stage? We're learning all the time to, with, with mediumship, with physical. We, we keep practicing different things all the table, like, like table tipping. Uh, table tipping, tipping is a very, very interesting one where, as you know, we just place your fingers lightly on the top of the table and we'll ask for to enter. And we would have music on, and we we have had it uh, several nights that the table would start dancing around the room. Wow! And uh, we could say, "Who would you like to dance with?" And it would make its way to that person and dance with beside that person. Now our fingers would be lightly on it. Then we would ask them. Sometimes we have put a, 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 a cards, angel cards, maybe on the table. Um, we would ask Spirit to, we would shuffle the cards or some, one night we asked them to, they pushed a card from the center of the deck of cards to the person. Fantastic. Stuff like that. Or we would hand the cards around, uh, shuffle them, uh, take a card out, put it on the table and we would ask, who is this card for? We put our hands lightly fingers again on the table and the table would tilt to that person so when everyone had a card and never had the had the same card uh, or, or had went, uh, two cards went to the same person uh what would happen then is each person would get a chance to read the card um we had another we had phenomena happening all the time like so we have we, we work a lot with missing people hmm, tell us and, about uh, that yeah, it's very interesting, man. This is you're going to find this story very interesting. Yes. Uh, Pete, they would come in, um, and I would get a vision of them, and I would normally start writing things down as they would come in, and they would say their name, and I'd write it down, and I'd say, "Okay, what do you want me to do?" And they would ask me to go on the table. I would go on the table. Uh, I would ask them to come in. They would come in. They would start giving me details of their passing. Um, one person gave me her details. She visioned where she was. I went to where she was. Uh, it was a wood. It was a lake. And it was a big pile on. I remember one Sunday afternoon and I looked out at and I said, you're here, are you? And I could hear her saying in my head, yes, I'm here. And I said, what do I do now? And my phone just gave a blip. And I looked at my phone. There was a map on the phone. I drove. I drove a side road. And I drove down. And I could feel I needed to go to the bathroom, believe it or not. You know? mm -hmm. And I pulled into a wood. And when I got in where the wood was, I froze. My body just froze completely. And I said, I feel you're here. I said, what do I do now? So 
I come back home, I wrote down what I, my feelings and what was happening to me, and then I went on the table again, and the spirit world said, or she said, yes, that you were right in the right place. Now I said, what do I do? I don't know what to do now. And she says, in good time, in good time, I will show. So my wife is like you, Sandra. Uh, my wife, uh, she does a bit of, well, she's a cook. She's near enough a chef, I suppose, but were. she does that. So she was, we were um, in a restaurant working once on the morning and I was serving up breakfast to two people and this lady said to me, she said, how is your work going? And I said, it's, it's going good, I'm busy today. And she said, no, your mediumship work. I said, it's, it's fine. Uh, and she said, you're, you're at a, a kind of a standstill now. I said, yes, I am actually. And she said, my husband does similar work to what you do. And I said, please explain more. And she said, he works with rods. If you probably, have, Sandra, have ever heard of dousing rods? Yes, I have. Yes. And I have never worked at this point. She says, I have a husband. There's a person missing in a place called County Wexford. Uh, he had seemingly fell into a river. And there was a couple of policemen in the river, and he was. this man was walking up along with the rods. And as he was walking up, one policeman said, there's no way this guy is in the river here. He said, yes, I feel that he's up here. So he, one policeman went back, the other going forward with him. He says, yes, definitely. And he turned, the rods just turned to the water. And the body came up. Out. The body came Literally. up? Came up from, oh from, the, from the bottom gosh. of the river, yes. And uh, he said, you need to use the rods. And I said, okay. So he explained a bit more about the rods. Mm-hmm. So what I done was I made two rods myself out of them. Um, it's kind of like like brass. Um, mm-hmm. And I said, now how do I use them? So I said, how am I going to find exactly what you're telling me? She she would the person would have, that was missing said I'm up uh, two hundred meters and here turn left. So what I done was I, I explained everything to my wife and. We drove to a graveyard and the first time I tried it, I walked in and I asked my wife, I said, to my car. And so she told me and I went in along with the two rods. As I went in, I could feel the rods moving and changing. And then they went turned over, say left, and then they would turn over right. And I said, I can't find you. So I come back out and I I need so I called in my guides and I asked them for their help. So I went back in again and I called my guides and then I kept calling this person's name. And as I did, they direct me left, right, left, and then the two rods just turned in on the grave. Wow, that's incredible. And then uh, I come back out and you can imagine how ecstatic I was. Sure. In, with that feeling was immense. And I said, now I understand how the spirit world works that you're, you're showing me exactly. So I went back to the place, Sandra, of where she had showed me in the forest uh, on my own the first time. And I, I traveled with the rods. And as I went up to a crossroad in the forest, the rods just turned. And I kept walking and then they turned again. And then they just turned over. And then they straightened back up. I walked about another two or three meters and the rods turned again. And I said, why is this? And when I come back to the table and ask the question, this person told me that there is actually another person there. So then I discovered, I said, what am I, can I do now? So it's probably a month later. Um, there was a, there was one person that I was told we join our circle and we were in our Ricky share one night and this girl looked at me and she says, um, a medium told me that I should be working with you. And I said, what do you mean? And she said that I will be working with you, uh, looking for a missing person or persons. Hmm. I said, really? She said, yes. So I said, fine. So I invite her to my circle and, uh, Lisa is her name. And she joined the circle. And as it turns out, her best friend is a detective. Hmm. So you can imagine where the story is coming from here. Yes. 
So it's in that stage now. Uh, she would have brought it forward, so we're not really sure where we're at yet. And it's the, it's interesting. Sorry? No, it's just interesting because, I mean, you could have con- could you have contacted the police with the information you got from in the circle? I mean, or did you not have enough? I mean, it does sound kind of crazy. Uh, um, Ireland is Ireland. Sandra is. A lot different than the UK. The UK use mediums. Okay. Here in Ireland, what has happened is there's a lot of what we call underground mediums, fantastic mediums, but uh, because of the skepticism that goes on oh, here in Ireland, yes, yeah, and we have to be very careful as well because just could I say, and uh, to everybody, to be careful because if that person, um, obviously, ha- would have. Uh, went missing for strange circumstances say to do with you know you know a theft or uh i don't know just went strangely if 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 you found their body Mm -hmm. you'd certainly be a danger to the people that would have committed the crime does that Uh, make sense it sure does so like in ireland is england is different england uses mediums for it ireland not yet but I, i would imagine i can imagine if this does unfold and Please God for a closure for the family. Yes, that there was a body there, or two bodies. Can you imagine what? You know, uh, first thing people would say, well, or somebody has a loved one missing. We need to go to mediums for to be able to help. Yeah, and why not? Wouldn't you go to the rounds of the world to to, to connect with your loved one again? Oh, absolutely. And I've talked to them. yes people that you have know. helped with missing persons and things like that. And I think it's so interesting that someone's come in now that's a detective and it'd be very interesting to follow up with you and see how this all unfolds because i know the spirit world is probably quite aware of how things work in ireland and to put the right people in the pathway uh and to bring this to light whatever it is that has happened i think that's extraordinary it is indeed very extraordinary and and I'm, i'm very excited to see what 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 will what will happen early stages we would have worked with people with cancer. We had a neighbor of ours, she was a great friend. Um, she had a lot of questions to ask in her life from her early days before she would have passed away, maybe probably about six weeks before she passed. I remember one night she come in and she asked, could she go on the table to make a connection with her mom and her dad? And we said, sure, she come in and her husband come in and her daughter and myself my wife my other daughter as well and we made a connection with her mother and the mother had you know spoken to her about years ago what had happened all like that and the amount of pressure that was taken off her and she knew where she was going she knew that the unseen world the smile that she put on her face was immense and we were there on her passing so she said to me could you do me a favor and get me an envelope and a piece of paper and a pen? And she asked us, we turned around, she wrote on the paper, she put it in the envelope and sealed it. And she said, when I pass, I want you to come in. I want you to bring the envelope in and put it on this table and ask me what is wrote in the the envelope. Uh, Her husband, uh, she had passed anyway six weeks later um, and probably three to f- weeks afterwards, the husband and the, the daughter asked, you know, we'd like to come in and make a connection with her. And we did. We made her with the connection with her. And I asked them, would they like to know what was in the envelope? And they said, right, let's go for it. So we asked, Kathleen was her name, what was wrong on the envelope? And she said, and we opened the envelope and word for word was written. Now, uh, Patty, I just have to ask, how do you hear her speaking? Oh, right, okay. I will I will meditate maybe a half an hour to an hour beforehand, and I will ask her to come in. Uh, Silver Birch is one of my controls. He's a control of mine. Excellent. I would make, yeah, I would connect with him. Um, I would ask him to help in any way. I'm here for them for any reason that they want. Uh, I would feel her presence and I would see her face very clearly um, 
and I would ask them, would they like to speak? And they say, yes. Now, I could also write down, because she was a neighbour, I suppose, I would know a lot about her anyway. Yes. But I also would write down, I have a book that I do write stuff down and if she's connecting. But I also would put a glass on our table and I would ask everybody to put their finger on the glass. But whoever the message is for, I would ask to take them to take their finger off the glass. And she would spell out uh, the message as well. And I would write it down before and close the book and they would also they would also spell out the, whatever she was uh, wanted to tell them. Mm. Um, um, I would be very aware of, again, it's very important to have a medium there that knows what they're doing because Spirit Moral is so excited to speak to us and have a laugh because they are our family at the end of the day. Uh, they get so excited to come in. Sometimes they'll cross with one another and somebody else and the message is different. So I would feel and know when that would be happening. And then I would ask that spirit to please step back and let, let, the, let the other spirit, I will call you in uh, right after. That, that would happen occasionally. And uh, they would be polite enough to do that as well. They would mm. step back and say, uh, you know, they're just, they're just excited, of course. Oh, um, who wouldn't be, can, right? <laughs> oh, I, I don't care what side of life you're in. If you, if you can find <laughs> out that you're going to communicate with someone through the veil, sure. uh, I think there's so much excitement. Who wouldn't want to just jump right in? But and now, is there a red light on when you're doing this? Is there Oh, no, we, uh, we, we would... We would Oh yeah, we we would put on just an ordinary light. It would be very oh, dim. Ordinary light, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, same with table tipping. They don't have to have red light either. They will just work away with that, and they don't mind either. You know. Yeah. So yeah, uh, your table is this angel table, and it's got the letters and numbers. And so I'm just trying to imagine that everyone's got a finger on this glass, except for the person the message is for, and then the glass will move around to the different letters and spell out things, and that's how the yes. the messages come through. That's it. That's it. We also do, um, and, and that's very powerful. Uh, sure. I'll tell you how it, it's very powerful for people. And, but we, if it's somebody comes in for a reading and it's their first time, it's very, it takes a lot of energy out of us because we have to explain because the first thing they would ask is, oh, I don't know about this. Is this a Ouija board? I would say, yes, it's, it's a 150% connection. Mm -hmm. with your family and the people that you're going to be making the connection with is your family so you know it's it's really your choice so we would have had one woman here and she was in a bad place for years really really bad place and i could feel her energy was she was like she was in a bubble i've done a reading for her and i eased her into it and i said this little girl has come in right beside you now first of all She's explaining to me that you didn't know whether it was a girl or a boy. And her face just went white. And she, what she, she said, it is a girl, I said. But I asked her first, I said, are you sure your mammy wants to speak to you? And she says, yes, mammy does want to speak. Mammy is looking for this for years. I said, okay. So I could see her plainly standing beside her and looking up into her mammy's face. And I said, I have to give you some evidence. And the little one spelt her name out for her. And the mother says, I think I'm going to have a heart attack right now. Wow. Says, oh, my God, don't have a heart attack now. She says, not even my husband knew that name. Hmm. She says, I'm the only person that knew my child's name. I didn't know whether it was a boy or girl, but I picked the name thinking it was a girl. And the little one starts speaking to her. And then the little, this is very important. The little girl, she, she looked at me. Uh, after about five minutes connecting with the mother, of course, the mother was, you know, ecstatic about everything was going on and upset. And then she eased off. And the little one said, you have a box out in your shed, she said, because we collect stuff sometimes for wedding because we cater for weddings sometimes. I said, yes. She said, go and get it then. I said, OK. I said, excuse me. And so I went down the stairs. My wife said, where are you going? I said, I have to do this for this little girl. And there was a box in the shed and there's flowers on a little, it was forever stands like a shoebox with flowers and decorations on it. And I was coming in along and I could hear the little girl saying to me, turn it over. And I turned it over and there was a little label on it with a price on it. She says, take that off. And I took it off. I said, what do you want? And she says, give that to my mammy. I said, okay. So I come up and I said, uh, your, your daughter said, I'll have to give you this. 
And she says, what, what, what does it signify? I said, when it comes, her birthday, Christmas, Halloween, all them special occasions, she wants you to put a little gift in there in remembrance of her. And she wants you to, first of all, when you go home, to write her a letter. And you have to put that in as well. And she was totally blown away by it. Yeah. But to see, to see, the next day I got a text from her. And she says, my whole world has changed. I now can smell the flowers. I can hear the birds. Um, my life, even with my husband, changed from last night. And I said, wow, this is what it's all about. That is what it's all about. I, I just watched a video yesterday of a, of a medium who was really bad-mouthing a couple of physical mediums. And, mm. and I can get it because there was a lot of phenomena happening but no evidence of loved ones and while I think it's spectacular to be at a seance and see things float around the room and you know all that great stuff uh, what is important for me is to hear or in your case have your angel table and and get specific messages that are evidence that show that your loved one beyond a shadow of a doubt is still here still present uh and i really applaud you and your circle for doing that having the um oh um i don't even know what the word is just that dedication that will allow people from the spirit world to communicate so for that example of that uh mom and daughter there's you know, it changes someone's life. It, it can take them from the darkest, deepest hell of grief and give them light again and be able to hear the birds and see the flowers. And oh, that's what this is about. It is, Sandra. And, and you know, we have had we have had a few people here who was maybe a little bit suicidal. And, you know, and, 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 and the spirit world, there's, they're just work in the strangest way. And, and, and we need to, we need to trust them. In everything that they do, we need to trust them, what they're doing, how they're doing it, and all like that. And everything is for a reason. Everything happens in our lives every single day for a reason. Even like my connection to you, your connection to me, mm-hmm. throughout, everybody is listening to, to the same type of program. And now we have people in Ireland that will understand and say, wow, this is great. And yes, this did happen to me. And yes, this happened to me. And you had a lady... Uh, a while back, uh, Sandy Ingham, you done a, yes. an interview. We had Sandy. Uh, Sandy was here in our house for four days as well. And I have a portrait that she has up there as well. It's in our sitting room with Sandy as well. A great, a great spiritual uh, artist she is, I can tell you. And a lovely lady. And she was actually sitting at her dining room table the first night she came over. And we we're having something to eat and a few glasses of wine, as you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the next thing... She looked right into my eyes and she said, you read my book. I said, I haven't. You read my book. She said, um, everything that happened to me happened to you. And I read her book and nearly word for word, it happened. And the word she says, and I don't forget it. Sometimes she says, when we were young, we'd find that there were bad things that happened to us. But... She said, we are who we are because of what happened to us. Does that make sense? It sure does. Yeah. She said, would we be who we are? And I'm grateful, she says, maybe, that it did happen to us because she says, now I have found who I am. And I found that very touching. Yeah, sure. Most definitely. Some of the... uh, our past creates who we are in the present. Some of the most painful things that happen in our life, I believe, Patty, are those things that um, start our this awakening process, start putting us on the journey, the spiritual journey. Um, I, yeah. I I really find that in, in you know, I, I used to notice things happening in the early stages. It's never too late for anybody. It doesn't matter what age they are. No. It doesn't matter. It's never too late because even in the early stages, if I was in a pub or if I was in anywhere out and somebody had, you know, hiccups, you know, when they get a hiccups, I could look at them and just, I'd say, just look at me and their hiccups would stop. Or if even with a cut, I would look at a cut if it was bleeding 
and and ask spirit word to help and it would stop so i knew there was something different all the time so i'm still trying to discover other things of why who what and what's happening with other people and it's like through your show which i'm believe me very grateful for to be able to listen to all the other people throughout the world and the likes of the art of finlay college and the banyan i hope to go to banyan sometime as well uh stuff like that and in time i i i I, I, I teach as many people as I can the knowledge that I have and 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 I don't mind them of course they have to be invited into a circle um, we, we show them a lot of stuff like in if we have a workshop uh, it's like working with colors uh, we would get colors with crayons and we would ask the person to have a thought of a loved one uh, in the spirit world and we would have an iron, an ordinary iron that you use for your clothes. Mm-hmm. And they would pick the crayons up and they would melt the crayon on the bottom of the iron and just put it on like a postcard. And they could pick any color, a two or three crayons and just put it on it. And then they would wipe it and let it cool down. And then they, you could actually read that the same as a card about, about the loved one. What do you mean? You, what, you, what would you be know, on the card? It are just all colors, shapes, different colors, different shapes. Try it sometime. You just put the crayon on the bottom of the iron, melt it, two or three crayons, different colors, and just rub it along the, the, the postcard. And on that, it's like a card. It will tell everything about that person. Interesting. I've never heard that before. Yes, and there's another one with candle. When you light the candle and yeah. you ask spirit world about the person that you're reading in front of you and you ask the spirit world to walk through the candle you can actually look at the flame and be able to read the person through the flame oh there's so much possible it's extraordinary i love having these conversations because i get to discover new 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 things yeah it's it's just so amazing um I just read, the first time I discovered about the colours was with a, a lady, Anne was her name, in the Art of Finlay College. And I I, I said, what are we doing with these colours at all? <laughs> we just put them on this card and we're rubbing them up and down. And she came over and she was really posh and real polite, beautiful lady. And she says, can you read me, my love? I said, of course, I'll have a go. And I did. And I was just blown away. It was about, I remember I said, I can see... I can see um, uh, antiques. I can see an antique shop. I can see, uh, I can see a tier, and this tier is where you sit. I said, this this man is in the past. I said, I can see a tier, and he's shown me where you sit every day, and you shed a tear for him. But he also he says that he's he's waiting for you. Uh, I said, I don't know whether I can say this or not. She said, say everything you have. He said it won't be long that he understands your illness, but he'll help you through it. Uh, and, and I said, but I find it's 10, 12 years. And he shot with you. He showed me two windows in the shape of a church windows, only small. And I kept, and he said, the little dog is here. And he said, the name of the dog, everything. We kept going like that. I said, oh, I was starting to sweat, believe it or not, at the stage. And I said, well, how are we doing? And she says, Oh, wow. She says, you're doing really well because she says we had an antique shop. She says 10 years ago and my husband died. She says about 12 years ago and I sold the shop. And the only couple of things I kept was two small windows that shaped like church windows. And they're in the shed. And she says, yes, I do have a cry every day. I have cancer, she says, and it won't be long till I pass. Wow. Incredible. And that's just from colors, you know. Yeah, at the Arthur Finley College, I learned all kinds of different ways of, of connecting. And mm. I think it, it all, if we can, I have not practiced mediumship, uh, and I think it's due to fear, right? So you went there for confidence, and I haven't yet really practiced. But I know that fear and being effective as a med- medium, you know, that you, you can't have them both at the same time. So to use things like the colors and the crayons and invoke our imagination. Uh, I found that when I have been correct with people, it's when 
you know, the fear is all set aside and I, I was able to play. I was able to experiment, use colors, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden these images and thoughts would come to my mind that weren't there previously. And lo and behold, they would be accurate information about someone's deceased loved one. But, you know, uh, I thought about this a lot and I said, everybody has a different gift and your mm-hmm. gift for sure is what you are doing. And that's a major gift. You, you, if you only knew how many people's hearts that you were, you've connected with doing what you're doing for the spirit world. It's just amazing. You're, you're opening up a whole different field completely. Thank you. And I, I just don't think I'm someone who's meant to be a medium that people call me and that I'm sitting at well, home on the phone well you, one-on-one. Well, you are. You are in the sense of, you are in the sense of the spirit world has chosen this pathway for you. Right. Yeah. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. The spirit world has chosen that pathway. And I, I know you to be, I, I've heard you a few times speak about your father. Yes. And uh, stuff, things like that. Like, and um, he, he would be a main guide for you for doing what you're doing. He's your strength. No doubt. Thank you. For doing what you're doing. And, 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 and long may it last is, is what I do say. And, and, and there's so many people, um, even even people in my workplace, they have an, they, some of them would know what I would do. And I would say, I want you to listen to this program first. And I would mention your name and, and your, your great program. And, and they'd come back to me after a few days and say, wow, we listened to that. And then I had to put on another one. And then I fell asleep. During <laughs> the that. That's great. <laughs> but it's still a healing. I meant... What I meant is it's a healing. And maybe after an hour, then to put on another one, and an hour and a half, maybe or two hours into it, next day. It was so interesting. Oh, Patty, thanks. I don't mean fell asleep being tired of no. listening to your problem. I mean it was so yes. And then they would say they would go back then the next evening and say I have to listen to this next one. And we would often have a good, a great conversation about spirit world because of that and i would have made connections because of viewer shows thank you for that you know i really feel just as a human being as a little kid i wanted magic to be real i wanted it to be real so badly and um then i grew up and i got into my daily life and uh and now being i'm 51 now and with every people the people I've spoken with, with the trips to Arthur Finley College or Banyan or, or wherever, um, I, it, it's so great because I feel like magic is real. I feel, you know, to have conversations. You mentioned Sandy Ingham, and she was episode 116, if people have not heard that one yet. And she is a person who draws pictures of de- your deceased loved ones and just incredible the story of her not having any artistic ability and then her hand starts moving and draws these incredible portraits and and you mentioned the crayons and colors on episode 185 i spoke with uh, reverend kevin lee i don't know if you heard that one patty uh but he he was talking about physical mediumship uh and and having maybe a shoebox and having crayons and pencils and things in there and then you know sitting and and developing a habit of sitting and then you know you open your box and there's a a message or a picture or something like that from those in the spirit world i mean even physical mediumship that things are said and done and um even i said earlier things flying through the air i mean i have witnessed toys being unwrapped by yes, I, yeah <laughs> By invisible children in the spirit world. I mean, things that the rational brain cannot, because we're looking for an explanation. It's got to be something else. It can't be someone in the spirit world. I mean, this is what I think our our brains want, are trying to figure out. And of course, there are plenty of people who are fraudulent out in the world, and no one wants to feel like they've been conned. No one does. But to allow ourselves to be okay with the possibility that this is real. I mean, there's something like 50 billion planets in the in the universe. Uh, and there's so many things that we cannot explain, science cannot explain, that to really be, be okay with the unknown and be okay with the possibility and probability that 
life after death is real, that magic is real, things can happen. Uh, to hear your stories, I think it's just fantastic. Um, you know, and, and Scott Milligan to me is a, is a great inspiration because Scott is a, is a very is, is a true a true meeting because if he says what it is from the heart and yes. that's what spade is a spade and I mean if there's somebody out there that's uh, trying to fraud and and all this stuff just just for the sake of making money. Well then, we need it needs to be highlighted. It needs to need to be looked into the eye and said, "Excuse me, but that's not true." Or can you show me something else? I mean, it, for, for me as a medium to look at somebody else, I would certainly I'd know I'd know very well, and I do I would say, "My God, how can you do this to the spirit world?" But I mean, yeah, I, I, I sometimes I, I, I confuses me sometimes. It's hard enough with people that are skeptics. And trying to explain to them and show them and things like that. And we have had a few shows where we've had a couple of great mediums as well. You'll probably interview them in time. Sandy McSweeney, Olga Boland, people like that. And the trans medium, Olga is a fantastic trans medium. She'd be like, um, when you've been there to Finlay College, what is, um, you know, the trans mediums that they have there. Mm-hmm. And, and Eileen Davis. She's oh, like Eileen. Fantastic. Very, oh, fantastic. She's like Eileen. We had her here in the house a couple of times as well. And everything near enough like that, like Eileen, her voice changes, her her face changes, everything like that. And a true, true, true medium she is as well. And again, she's studying a bit of physical. But what's happening is there is other people out there. And hopefully over the next couple of years that they will they will come out in the open and be able to say, wow, yes, this is true. We want this more. I've been to shows because people are trying to seek something. There's so much going on in the world and there's so much grief. And that's because, you know, because of suicides and stuff like that, people don't know where to turn anymore. But there is a place for them to turn. And, you know, if they make a connection with a loved one and the loved one can say to them, you know, it's not your time yet and stuff like that. Okay, it's, it's their choice. Of course, if they, if they want to pass, it's their choice. But, I mean, why not make a connection with a loved one and be able to say, no, not yet. Enjoy your life a bit more. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. Patty, can you talk a little bit about things happening in the dark versus the red light? And there's somebody had messaged me on uh, YouTube, and uh, I had a brilliant conversation with Scott Milligan, um, episode 188. And this fellow says, but why? He just doesn't get it. He, why Why can't it happen in the light? If this is so real and the spirit world so powerful, uh, why can't these things be, be videotaped? Why can't a light be turned on? Um, and I think there's a lot of skepti- skepticism about physical because of um, the darkness. I do believe in one thing, and that is, uh, spirit world would have said it in time uh, in time they will start opening up in the light because I've seen some I've seen some uh, I suppose on YouTube documentary stuff like that of uh, in America as well of of table tipping uh, on the balcony outside in the daylight stuff like that now they will do the table tipping but it's the danger aspect inside that people need to realize that you have to have been in the darkness. It's until you're invited by the spirit world to put on any kind of light, the danger is too much. It's for the medium as well. Um, I have not been strapped down yet. Uh, it's it's for the future uh, until uh, there is happening. But when they say to me, you need to strap down now, I will do that. And I have been with Scott, and I, I was actually one of the ones that remember at one of his seances strapping him down. And uh, when that time comes, I will do that. But it, it, when people come to your circle, you need them to have respect for the spirit world. Uh, things like certainly no alcohol, certainly no mobile phones, certainly no watches, certainly no... All this kind of thing is so important. Because can you imagine... If you're, it's like meditating and you're in an altered state and a mobile phone goes off, it's like you were getting a heart, you were at a, you're, you're about to get a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And can you, you know, it's, it's just, it's just not on. And, and, and if people cannot have that respect 
and like the risk that 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 you're taking maybe with 26 to 30 people in a room and you have one or two people that coming in there just to say i'm going to prove a point here well the danger is immense really is immense and and we've seen it in the past with with mediums there of how they got hurt and the rule is 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 if spirit world i'd be old school as well and if spirit world says to do it this way that's the way it's to be done it, that's as simple as that um if they say put on the light we'll put on the light if not that light stays off we have to they, they are the people that we do it for that's why we say at the start of every one of our circles is i am here for you mm-hmm. uh, whatever you ask me to do i'm here for you we will do it for you and and and, and the harmony then that you have with one another is very very important as well yeah the, the last course that i took at the arthur finley college this past may they are now uh the physical mediumships coming forth they're requesting things in the light and um they say that the spirit world is very uh p- powerful and that it, it there's a teamwork that it's now progress it's coming of the time that i personally do believe that thing you know things will start shifting there might be a new kind of energy created but there's so many people now being reintroduced to this or finding out and are starting to dabble in it themselves and creating their own circles meeting weekly and things starting to happen that I, you know, I have no doubt that the spirit world is, will advance technologically like, like we are in here we are in 2017. So I think the first step is to have people aware that this is possible. And then the more people that can participate and the energy be, be used and the teamwork happening, you know, the sky's the limit. I think there's so many more things that we can look forward to happening that haven't happened yet because so many more people are interested. For sure. For sure. It's happening. There's, there's new things happening all the time. There's, there's, it's, it's, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm sure, as I said earlier on, that with so many the, the as as I said, underground mediums there that's having their circle there every week and to tell nobody and they don't want anyone to know about it. Um, that in time, as it as it develops and they say, okay, I'm ready now and I can, you know, I'm going to go out in the in the big in in our, in our world and uh, let people see what's happening with me. And then even us as mediums are going to go, wow, wow, yes. that's amazing. Yes. You know, we're, that's 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 what we're going to say, wow. I'd like to try that. Now, I have never had uh, uh, an airport or anything like that as yet. Um, it's like Scott was saying, he was, I think, 17 or 18 years sitting. Um, things like that. But I'm I, with my daughter as well. And she's had a good time now. She has a little, my little grandson, he's a year and about five months. And he's also, he can see. And in the room, actually, as I'm from speaking to you from, I actually would remember calling in my dad one night. He's in past, and I would call him in, and I would ask him to show the little fella. And I had him on my knee, and my wife and my daughter was here. And he looked up at the ceiling, and he started laughing at the ceiling. And then I said to my father, I said, go to the back of me all around. And he did. And the young lad just followed him the whole way around laughing. And, like, when you see things like that and you say it's great for me because now i say to myself with my grandson i will teach him everything i know he's at a good a good stage in his life you know patty what do you think the difference will be someone like your grandson growing up with this belief and this knowing about life after death and about life he will have an early stage of confidence Mm. fully of an understanding of everything and he's this is you're gonna find this strange of eight grandchildren. Wow. He's the only little guy that comes into the room. He always comes in here to play and he's always looking around. And now the all my other grandchildren of course love them to bits and but he's the only little guy that comes in. But if I I suppose in my early stages I would have loved to have had somebody helping me on my pathway as I come along but he's going to have this and and as I get older as we as we all are as we go along he show him everything I have in him and I will 
again, if I can, if I'm able, I, I know now about the Arctic Finlay College, the Banyan, everything to do with all that. And I will travel with him if I have to. And my daughter, she has been with us uh, on a couple of weeks there in the Arctic Finlay as well, which was absolutely mind blown for her as well. You know, the evidence is, is, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember at one stage uh, we were sitting, we had a, a tutor by the name of Kitty Wood, fantastic lady. And Kitty, I remember one day we were sitting in one to one. And I had, and uh, she asked everybody, you know, ask your guides to come in, ask for a message and give the message, whoever it is for the person in the room. So it went to different, uh, it was probably 20 of us and it went to different ones. And I come to my daughter and she says, Andrea, she says, have you got a message? She says, yes. Who's it for? It's for my daddy. Ah, but it, your, your daddy knows, you know, everything about your daddy. No, but, but well, she said, Paddy, you know, do you want to say, of course I'm going to take this. So I did. And no way, Sandra, would my daughter have known, like, what happened in the early stage of my childhood as a little boy. Mm-hmm. And she says, your daddy says he's, now, it wasn't from my father. Don't get me wrong. It's not from my father. He said he was sorry of what happened, that he could see it from the spirit world, but not then. And she explained a couple of things and no way not a hope would would she have known i would have never spoken about to nobody and i remember kitty she looked and she says can oh yes i can take every last word of what she has said you know and there's 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 again evidence of of the same thing um i remember another night my daughter come up in the early stages probably two years ago and I asked her, I said, go up into the room and sit down and have a meditation. And she did. And we had visitors and about 20 minutes passed. She come down. She says, she was smiling. And I knew because I could hear my guides tell me, watch this. And she says, Daddy, I want to show you something. And I come up to the room. And uh, there was an actual seat on the floor and the trumpet. She said the trumpet just went straight. She looked and she says, Gaga, she says, if you were here, show me. Please show me. Because she was doubting a little bit of her mediumship as well. And the trumpet just moved across the floor. And wow. this was like in the light. In the light. Because I heard the chair coming down. And she says, Daddy, look at the chair. The chair fell over as well. And I said, wow. And after that, she, she sat with us then, meditating. Her confidence was building back up after that and you know i think it's just once people get a bit of evidence that it happens um like give certainly gives them more confidence that's for sure yeah you know? i'm reminded this is maybe giving away one of my um habits but my mom and i had gone to a casino and uh this was long before i started getting into this but i remember my grandfather had passed and i was really on the search is there any proof of the afterlife and not for any reason of making money but I was playing this video poker machine and I said Grampy if you're still around and I have nothing to fear I said I need a sign and so I'm gonna ask for the biggest thing I can think of and give me the royal flush on this video game in clubs as specific as it could be now the odds of getting that are something like 600,000 to one. Yes. And, and wouldn't you know it, the next hand came, the Royal Flush in clubs. <laughs> I mean, and it paid me something like $1,000. I mean, it was great. that, But it wasn't about the money. It was such a specific thing that was so rare. And there it was. And in that moment, I thought there's much more to this, you know, and I, and I was, and so to just, you know, and like I said, it's not about winning money. It's not about asking for the lottery numbers, but it was asking for a sign that was such proof. And I remember one day, it's probably two years ago, and uh, I self-employed myself for about 14 years. And I remember a couple of years ago, um, I don't know what it was. It was in, in one, I had a couple of bank accounts. And I remember in one of them, and I know there was nothing in one of them. And the next thing was, uh, I just said, uh, there was some direct debit coming in. 
and I got a call and it said, look, there's nothing in that particular account. And I said, oh, what am I going to do? I can't make this bank now this evening. I don't want to be cut off with that. And, oh, this is unreal. And I said, I'll have to go check. And I asked, I said to, to one of my guys, I said, can you help me in anything at all uh, with this account? Like, And for sure, Sandra, I went to the machine and I checked a couple of my accounts. And in the account that they said there was nothing in, there was 900 euros. And to this day, I don't know where it come from. Wow. It doesn't say nothing. I could never, I didn't question it, of course. I left it there and my debits went out. But, but it's just like your story. That's how they work. Yeah. And for all of us to trust, we might not know the answers, but just to be in this inquiry, to be listening to the show today, to know that there are invisible, unseen forces and beings and love around each one of us. Uh, and all we're trying to do is bridge the, gra- the gap so that you know, that we all know that life after death is real. Your loved ones, you'll see them again. Um, you can still talk to them, that your life here now is for a purpose. And Patty, you are very much like me. We love to explore this and we love to share it and to be okay with magic being real. And this is not something you need to prove to your friends and share. And, you know, there's definitely people that say, well, then why does it happen in the dark? And it's not for us to have to prove this to other people. It's for us, I believe, to be on our own individual journeys and to look for these answers and, and know them for ourselves. For, for sure, Sandra. Like I, I do say to people, um, I don't have the problem with it. It's They have. You know, uh, I do say... If, if you wish to, some people come for a reading, if they wish to meditate, and it, it, a lot of people, to keep going, to get the same answers from different mediums, to keep going, and mm-hmm. to still have, sometimes they're in this little bubble, and it's not enough for them, and all like that. But we've had people come for a reading, and sometimes they would end up that they would join the Ricky group, which is great as well, because they find that the comfort is there, and it's, it's healing as well. And my wife certainly works at Maureen, she works with with people with fibromyalgia and people with cancer and stuff like that as well. And they keep coming back, which is fantastic. So the healing is there. Yeah. It's very much. that belief that yes, exactly. Um it's it's just 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 when you wake up in the morning and you see a person's face and you know you have done some good for them, to me, that means everything. Patty, our time is just about up. Do you have any closing words or any thoughts you want to leave people with? Yeah, I first of all, Sandra, just to thank you so much for everything that you have done with your show. I mean, it's it's yeah, it def, a definite inspiration, no doubt about that. And as has the Art of Finlay College, the the Banyan Rich, everything like that, Scott, everybody. My final thought, Sandra, to everybody that will listen is is this trust in spirit. Trust what they're hearing, trust what they're getting, right? And one word I heard in the Art of Finlay College was never, ever give up. Love it. Never, That's the main. ever give up. Give up. Patty, is there a way people can get in touch with you if they'd like to uh, after yeah, this episode? That, yeah. That would be great. I, I'm, I'm, uh, it's patty.bows at yahoo.co.uk. Uh, I'm on Facebook under Paddy Bowes in Carroll in Ireland. Um, actually, I feel free to anybody that would like to make any kind of connection. I'm certainly here for them. And uh, uh, again, Spirit World is, with, with, with circles and stuff like that, we have room for one or two more people, but they have to be invited, of course, by Spirit. Um, some people go, so some people come. That's how it is. And if they're meant to be, they're meant to be. But uh, that's, that's the side of it, Sandra, yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, I love you. So thank you, first of all, for your time today. Thank you for giving so many hours of you even listening to the show. I tell you, there's people that know me better than people that are in my everyday life because you've probably spent close to 200 hours (laughs) listening to me. (laughs) Um, But thank you for your recommendation. Your friend Alec has been on the show, Alec Laidler, and I know you have got some other guests in mind. Uh, So I really appreciate your teamwork. And most importantly, though, Patty, I am really appreciate who you are as far as giving people evidence and being 
there for just the spirit world. Just a Sure. Uh, I, I had a guy on to me yesterday, as I was saying, I just come back from Rome yesterday, and I, had, I was speaking to a guy yesterday. He's only a young guy. A young people will change the world, I reckon. And this young fella, I was telling him, I'm on the show with Sandra Champlain tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And he says, really, that's powerful. That's fantastic. He says, I would give 150 euro to a charity. If you met, I said, Craig Dowling is his name. So Craig, 150 euro to Scott Milligan's sanctuary that he's building you can send. Oh, fantastic. That's it. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for that. You're welcome, Sandra. And to our listener, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen, whether this is your first episode or you've listened to almost 200 of them by now. I thank you. Uh, These episodes, as you know, are for all of us, for all of us to know that we don't die, uh, that we're souls having a human experience, that our life is for a purpose, and to look for the magic. You know, as a little kid, we wanted magic to be real, and we didn't have too many worries, most of us as kids, and let's get back to that point, to know that there's this unseen forces around all of us, that we can witness miracles, um, And this is your private journey. You don't have to share this with everyone. You don't have to be someone trying to prove life after death is real. What's important is what's in your heart, what you believe. And that's all Patty and I wish to do is to encourage you and your growth and know that you have friends. If you're someone who is on Facebook, feel free to go to, uh, just type in the search box, We Don't Die Listeners, and you can join our very private community with over 2,000 listeners of the show, and you'll have people to talk to about this, which is fantastic. And you may have heard me invite you before, but this coming September 2017 in Scottsdale, Arizona, I will be a speaker at an afterlife symposium. And if you want to find out what that is, go to afterlifestudies.org. Very exciting. And also know that our home base is We Don't Die Radio. Dot com And there you'll find the list of all the past episodes. You can also join what I call the Insiders Club. And you can read a free copy of my book. You can get a download called How to Survive Grief and many other things. So I want to thank you again from the bottom of my heart for being here, for someone who is looking at your own life and wants the very best. And you want to know that your loved ones are still around. You want to know life after death is real. You want to know that your life is for a reason. And I'm going to leave you with this. Um, Like Patty said, trust in spirit. Never, ever give up. You are a divine soul that is here on earth having a human experience. There is so much for you to learn, to explore, and most importantly, to share. So in closing, my name is Sandra Champlain, and I've been your host on We Don't Die Radio. I really want to thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.